You're listening to the Mother FN Podcast with Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. Welcome to the Mother FN Podcast. Over there is Heather. And over there is Patty. Hey. Hi. I'm going to jump in. Okay. I have a question for you. Yes. What is the hardest part of comedy for you? Okay. The hardest part of comedy. Uh, there's so many hard parts. I think it's trusting my stuff, trusting that it's right. Like your com- comedic instinct? Yeah. I don't necessarily know it's always there. I want it to be perfect. I want to remember my stuff word for word. I want it to be consistent. Oh, um, so your Asian comes out. Yes. So the hardest part about comedy for you is being Asian. Yes, it's very hard. <laughs> and then I think it's just the time commitment. Because you see the correlation. The more you go to open mics, the more you go to uh, shows, the more you put that effort in to bettering yourself, the better your sets get. But man, it's hard. It's hard to make time when you've got kids yeah it's hard to balance and you've got to do stuff and like and the, the uh, time that they're in school it's not like open mics are at 9 a.m i know i gotta like, create you can't i gotta create a 9 a.m mic i want to call it the mom mic we should the mom makes mic so much we, money like time or even forty dollars we'd probably make like forty dollars that's eight people <laughs> so it would be wise it'd be smart yeah Maybe we'll ask Devin to use this yeah. space. <laughs> Poor Devin. He, we get we use this space all the time. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Devin. Rent. We'll give him 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you half. So, yeah, I think that's the hardest part is just trusting myself and then finding the time to better myself. Mm. And I think part of the reason I don't trust my stuff is because I don't have the time to better it. You know, it's like this back and forth. What about you? It's similar. I think the balance mm-hmm. of being the mom and wife and wanting to do this because I find myself, especially after a class or after I've done a great show, I just want to do comedy, 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 and mm-hmm. then the kids get in the way. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why do you need to pick? Oh, I need to be writing this joke. You know, kind of stuff happens. And so then I start like resenting mm-hmm. them for being around when because I want to do the comedy. And yet they're the um, inspiration. <laughs> but yet they give me all my material. So hard. So it's like, like, I don't want you around, but you know what? Can you stay so I can say something funny about you? Exactly. So that balance of like me having the time, like you said, to yeah. work on it because I know that's how you get better. Yeah. But not taking that away from the family. Yeah. And really going, okay, family first. You know, like this, it has to be family first. Like yeah. that's what my family needs and they need more. And so balancing it and not resenting them for mm-hmm. that balance. Gotcha. Makes sense, you know? Yeah. And it also requires me to rethink things. Like, it means I go out at 10 o'clock at night when I want to be asleep, mm-hmm. you know? And Jackson's still waking up a couple times in the middle of the night. So I come home at 12 and I'm gotten, I barely put my head down and Jackson's up for his first time. Yeesh. You know? Yeah. So it's like, but then, and trying to do later, like I could go to a seven o'clock mic, mm-hmm. but then the kids realize I'm not there and yeah. then that hurts, you know? And Kristen's willing well, he's not willing anymore. <laughs> he was willing in the beginning, but now it's like when it affects them, it makes his job harder yeah. and it's harder on the girls. And the girls have said, oh, I wish you never found this comedy stuff because yeah. they see me being away and they don't like that. They want yeah. me to be there. They were like, yeah, do your comedy class at nine o'clock in the morning. Like the way the improv class, they didn't even yeah. realize I was doing improv because it didn't affect them. Yeah. So having that balance that doesn't cause me to resent that I don't have all the time. Like, I get why there's tons of 22-year-olds going to open mic oh, nights yeah. all the time. Because they have the time to figure it all out. They yeah. can be at an open mic every single night. Exactly. Granted, they don't have life experience to even talk about something. It's a lot of penis jokes. <laughs> yes. And drunk jokes. Yes. 
and now Uber jokes. And Tinder jokes. I mean, even Anna, the, the older two don't seem to be as problematic about it, but Anna will definitely get upset even though like Bobby will be home and I'm going to an open mic. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like that I'm leaving the house. So she has a big problem with it. She doesn't mind the open mic I go to that's very close. The one that she's driven past. She doesn't like the Burbank ones because they're too far. I wonder if there's something in her little brain that goes, I know where you are. I can see it. Yeah. I can picture it. I know where it is. Like because well, she's Zany's a very visual person. Yeah. Like if she can see where we're gonna go or we what's yeah. happening or it's it's how fast can mom get home? So when the open mic is the the one that's closest to me where I could literally walk to it if I wanted to, but I'm not because my streets are dangerous. I wish I could. I mean, I feel like that'd be a good inspiration. Like, just walk to the open mic, but then I'm like, oh, I'm going to get stabbed. I mean, have you ever looked at like the the crime map of your area? Like no. at one point there were like no. five sexual assaults over no, a six month period. And I was like, well, I'm not walking. See, this is where people think that my nativity yeah. and my ignorance or whatever I don't look at those things because yeah. it's going to happen regardless so why do I need to know about it to be scared because then you know Versus, to drive then walk that's why well, well I'll just be prepared regardless like I know how to groin kick I'm good okay like I don't think about these same with germs people are always like oh, germs I'm like I don't think on the microscopic level like I really don't <laughs> I just don't that one she knows is very close like mom's only going to take Five minutes at most. So she feels there. comfortable and safe. Yeah. And in one sense, I wish I could have, I found it sooner mm-hmm. so that I could have spent more time with it. Sure. Like, I've always knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but maybe I would have done this instead of customer service like I did. Yeah. But then, granted, I probably wouldn't have made any money in customer service, <laughs> you know. At the same time, like, I found it when I was supposed to find it because I have – my our perspectives are totally different yeah. than the 22-year-old who's sure. talking about tender. And they don't give a crap about what we have to say. No. But Man. the shows go better with us. Like, yeah. they don't, the, when you go to a show, it's the shows of us going on, like, people our age going on yeah. date nights and stuff. So our stuff lands and kills yeah. so much more than the tender jokes because 22-year-olds aren't going to. They're going to the club with the rave and the drugs. They're not going to the cl- comedy club with the old ladies talking about their kids. That is why I'm trying to write sets that have less to do about my kids, which is, it's been hard, but I have one that just refers to them a little bit. But it's it's just like I don't I don't know. I took a really lame comment that wasn't even about me to heart. What comment was that? It was on one of the Burbank Comedy Festival videos. Like this guy's like, Oh, it's a woman, she's talking about her kids. That's all women comics talk about. Their kids and their vaginas. <laughs> and I was like, I Well, I don't talk about, about my vagina. Yeah. Anyway. I, I mean about one... Jackson's dick, but not yeah. her vagina. <laughs> I made one vagina joke and it was about a dinosaur, so I don't think that counts. I don't see why I'm going crazy and trying to please one person who's never going to watch my set ever. And if I did, probably be like, female comic, unfun. That's a problem in this industry is there are a lot of really jerky people who just go, women comics aren't funny. And that's not true. Women comics are very funny. And there's a lot of really great ones out there. The thing is there's a lot of men and they don't realize that proportionally there's probably just as successful women as there are to men like that are unsuccessful because I've seen plenty of male comics that suck. Oh, yeah. I think this is the first time I felt the gender inequality happen. Yeah. I've never been in a situation where I felt it before. Yeah. And so this is the first time where I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like you go to an open mic that's all female and you're like, wow, this is a different feeling and yeah. the support is different and everything's different and then we go to another mic that I'm not going to mention the name of yeah. and it's like oh I'm the only female mm-hmm. on this and I I 
feel the gravity of that. Yeah. And I feel like when I get upstage, like the whole, okay, we're going to stick through this person happened. When, yeah. Just because I have boobs, you yeah. know? And that's the first, this is the first time I like, it was, it clicked to me, like the difference. Because yeah. everything else I've done, like the job in the corporate world that I did have, I was succeeding and I was beating the men and, yeah. you know, and I actually got paid a little bit more than some of the men. It wasn't, it was, it's, diff- it's interesting that I'm like, oh, this is what gender equality means. Yeah. I have learned at those open mics that I know it's going to be tough. I don't swear usually in my act, but for, for these, that they're so vulgar, these guys, you know, you have to drop an F-bomb once in a while just to get them to realize you're not going to be, I'm a man, and blah, 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 yeah. blah. You know, it's just to get them in their place. And then I find they're a little bit more receptive. You know, it's breaking the the expectations. So they get up and they're like, oh, female comic, probably going to talk about her kids. And then you get up and you're like, yeah, I'm going to fucking talk about my kids. So shut up. You know, and then they're suddenly like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. She she gets it. She gets what it's all about. So yeah, I like doing that. I've taken what Dave said, which is probably one of my favorite comedy coaches. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you go in with, a, with an intention of like, what are you going to get from this mic? Yeah. This opens mics for you, not for them. And whenever I've done that, I've always like succeeded. Like if I'm yeah. going to time it or if I'm, you know, to take it with a grain of salt with what they're at. Yeah. But it's hard balancing all of that. I don't know. I love it. I This is the first time where I feel like also when people say do what you love, mm-hmm. it's like I get it. Yeah. Like I love writing jokes. I love rewriting jokes. Yeah. I love getting up there and trying a joke and it not working. I love trying to figure out why it didn't work and yeah. like rewording. I love realizing like, oh my gosh, this whole set is like 5,000 times too long because I say all these words that I don't need yeah. to say. And now that this big paragraph is two sentences, that's why it's getting laughs now. Like I love all of it. I love performing it. I love finding, I get, love the feeling mm-hmm. I get when I see a bookings from flappers and I'm like, oh. <laughs> All of it about it is great. I love writing across from Chris mm-hmm. while he's doing, I don't know what the hell yeah. he does. Whatever he does, I'm doing it across and I laugh and he's like, what are you laughing at? And then I tell him the joke. He's like, that's not funny. And then we go through <laughs> it. Like, I love all of it. Yeah. I love debriefing with you after a show yeah. on the way home. I love, I just love it. I get now of what people say. Oh, you should do what you love. Yeah. And just pay me for it. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, when can that happen? Yeah, when can we make this? I think that's the other thing yeah. that's hard for comedy with me is that balance of knowing that I'm spending time away from the family, yeah. away from Chris. And yes, it's self-care, and I get that. Yeah. But at some point, it needs to be beneficial for the entire family more than yeah. the untangible of you're a better mom because you do it. I am by far yeah. a better mom and a better wife because I do comedy. But just imagine how much better it would be, too, if I'm a better wife and a better mom. And I got paid. <laughs> I know, and it's, it's one of those things where obviously I just haven't put the time in yet, and it's it's not there. And I, you know, of course you're not going to start getting paid like right away or anything. It's one of those things of like I feel a little bit of guilt. Yeah, I mean that's why I work still is because I just I I don't want to deplete the income for the family. Chris and I, I've always knew I wanted to be a stay at home mom, so we never mm-hmm. lived on my income. Gotcha. Our income got us out of debt. Yeah, and then we just had it. Mm-hmm. because there was no reason for me to quit because I had no kids and the day that we got the kids and the girls is the, the last day I worked mm. so there's always this little just yeah. not bringing something home yeah. kind of thing but Chris is like I don't feel that like we have I think we have like at least once a year where I'm like I don't feel like I give enough da, 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 da. he's like you do this 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 and this, this yeah. with the girls you take them all to therapy like all this stuff that if you worked we would hire someone else to do <sighs> life is tough balance is tough and there's no such thing as balance anyway no like, you just got to figure out what works at the moment. Like in, what, in certain times of day, 
Yeah. Comedy comes first. And at other times of day, yeah. unfortunately, laundry comes first. Yes. Hey, when you were doing comedy, did you ever decide to to change your name? Because Bobby was like, you shouldn't go Heather Dragulescu because Dragulescu is a very hard name. Go back to your maiden name. I was like, no, thanks. Because everybody thinks I'm going to be a blonde girl if I'm Heather Dixon. That is, you seem like a Dixie chick. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I don't I'm going to. the Dixie chicks are blonde. Are they blonde? They're like, I think some of them are. I don't know. I never listened to them. So like, uh, yeah, so I, I opted to change, keep my name, Heather Dragulescu, and, and go, and I don't say it right, so whatever. But um, I always Dragulescu? That's how I say it. It's more like Dragulescu. I don't know. Ask, ask a Romanian. <laughs> Can ask he even say it correctly then? Bobby, yes, Bobby? Of course, yeah. I'm going to ask him to say it. We'll have to have a little sound bite of him saying it. So that everyone knows how to say it correctly since yeah. we're all saying it wrong. And then we're never going to say it right. No, I mean... Names are weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, it was always Patricia. Mm-hmm. Patricia. Like, my name was Patricia. Mm-hmm. I was not allowed to be called Patty, Pat, anything. My name was Patricia. All the way up until I remember correctly, and I don't even know if she's alive or what's happening. I'm not <laughs> friends with her on Facebook. Andrea Talmadge, in, like, sixth grade, we were standing in the, the picnic area, and she was one of the curl girls that I thought I needed to be a part of. Yeah. And she was like, oh, Patty. And I was like, oh, I'm Patty now. Oh, and that's the day it changed. Really? I've been Patty ever since. And I tried changing my name a couple mm-hmm. of times. And Chris is like, no, you're Patty. <laughs> like I went by Sia. Like we went to a new church and I was like, okay, everyone call me. Like just call me Sia. You're the only person we know in this church. <laughs> call me Sia. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And then like for the longest time, people thought Sia and Patty were two different people. Oh, and no. then Chris was like, no, it's Patty. He was like, well, if your own husband's calling you Patty, then we're calling you Patty. And I'm like, well, there goes that nickname. <laughs> so um, I don't, I guess I don't think yeah. I'd ever get away from Patty. My mom's finally accepted it. She's now f- calls me Patty. Patty. It took her, I think, until like last year. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what's funny is Bobby's name isn't like Robert. His real name's Mihai, which is the Romanian word for Michael. But when he was a baby, they wrapped him up and they're like, oh, he looks like a Bobitsa. So they started calling him Bobitsa, which became Bitsy, which became Bobby when he came to the US, and then Bobby. So, um, but does he legally go as Bobby now? Like on his on his no. driver's license, what does it say? I it says Mihai, and it's a frustration because when people write checks, like if they write it to Dragalesco Studio, that's fine, you can deposit. If they write it to Bobby, I have to go to an actual branch. I can't go to one of the sister because we're in a credit union. Yeah. I can't go to like a sister branch. I have to go to the actual partners branch, like the main one, the, the main hub. Uh, not the main hub, but like they only have a few. But it's like it's so obnoxious. They only are open like Monday through Friday, and they're limited hours. And it's just like like uh, a bank. Well, <laughs> banks are open on Saturdays, some of them, but this one's not. So it's very frustrating. And um, I keep telling him, just change it. If you just had it in your middle name, you know, as as your middle name, it would be fine. But he's like, no, I don't want. What would he do? I mean, does he even answer to Mihai? No. No, he doesn't. He oh, hates it. He oh. doesn't even like it. I'm like, I wish he wasn't going to listen to this because I would totally be like, start calling and calling me. He would hate it. He would because tell you he wouldn't. His name is Christopher Michael. Like the most two common names in the world. Yeah. It's like Christopher Michael, Chris Mike, Chris. Mm-hmm. That's it. So your kids' names, like, well, that's they're, also they're, weird because they change their names. When we got them, my son asked first. He's like, "Am I gonna? Is my last name gonna change?" It's like, "Yeah, you're gonna be a Dragulescu." Uh, and I'm Which not going to say wrong. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to say their original names just because I doubt the birth family's ever going to listen to this. But I just don't need What's to put their the birth names out there. But he's like, "Well, I want to change my first name." And I said, "Okay." He's like, "I said he's like, can I?" And I said, "Yeah, you can change your first name." And he goes, "Okay, I'm going to be Antonio, but you can call me Tony." I was like, "Okay, Tony." So that day I called him Tony, and the next morning he got up and I called him by his birth name, 
and he was eating like oatmeal and he looked at me and he goes, I told you my name was Antonio, but you could call me Tony. And that's the last time I'm going to tell you. And I was like, oh, this kid's changed it. And this was like three weeks after he moved in with us. Like, See, he seems like that 10% of those kids that are like resilient, not re- I'm not going to say resilient to the trauma because that's just ridiculous, but they see like, oh, the device. this yeah. is a whole new life. Yeah. I'm going to change my name. Yeah. I'm going to be a new person. This is my second chance. Yeah. And so my second chance is going to be Tony. Yeah. He's going to be, t- so he started going by Tony immediately. Um, and then we were always going to give them a middle name that was a family name because they didn't have middle names. So that's he, a very Mexican thing, by the yeah. way. Hey, that's the one Mexican thing they had. What? No middle names? No middle names. <laughs> so we decided to name him. Although the boys normally do. Do they? No, he did The girls one. don't. Because the girls, is this whole, you get married, your maiden name becomes your middle name. Uh, because it's supposed to be like, my name should have been Gutierrez de Crouch, which feminists are going to have a freak out. Because <laughs> it means I'm a Gutierrez, but now I belong to Crouch. Crouch, yeah. Because the day is a possessive in gotcha. the Spanish language. When I went to go give him a family name, he was adamant that he wanted to be named after Bobby. So his middle name is Bobby. <laughs> It's not even me. No, like, so, I was like, Bobby, so you should Tony just change it now. Tony has more of the Bobby legally yes. than Bobby has the so Bobby. It's Antonio Bobby, his birth name, Dragulescu. Oh, so you kept his birth name too? Yes, because if they wanted to ever go back, I wanted it to not be hard. Like I wanted so it to be had, one of the middle four names apiece. Yeah, four names. Yeah. Jax has four names. That's yeah. because I don't know why I stress so much about a middle name. Middle names, no one uses them. No, no, they don't. don't and the only I reason kept... I have it there was like I just wanted to give them a family connection, like to our family. You know, I kept my my moved my maiden name to my middle name, so my middle name is now two names. It's Lee Dixon is my middle name. So I was like, "You're Heather Lee." Heather Lee Dixon was my name. Heather Lee Dixon, which just I Heather Lee. Heather Lee. Heather Lee. I know. So everybody thinks Southern blonde girl, and I'm like, this is the worst name ever, 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 ever. So yeah, I moved it to Lee Dixon. So my full name was Heather Lee Dixon Dragulescu, but just the way I have the Dragulescu, it's too long the other way. But I have them there. Dragulescu is a long name. Yeah, I say it's like honors my mother, my father, and my husband. Like all my names. So it's great. I just hate Heather. I can never change it because everybody's like, now I can't see anything but a Heather. You hate Heather? I hate it. I'll what always would you hate be? it. Uh, I had a professor who's like, I'm going to call you Margo. <laughs> and he only called me Margo. And that's the only thing. He would not uh, accept work from me under the name Heather. It had to be submitted Why under the name Margo? Margo. He's like, you look like a Margo. We could change it. I can call you Margo. No, I want, I'm a Heather now. All my branding is at Heather, so it's okay. All right. I'll call you Margo on the DL. Okay. Anna followed after. No, Bella followed after Tony. She loved Belle, so she wanted to be Bella. But I knew then she was going to have the problem I had, which was there were like a billion Bellas everywhere. It's a very popular name. I had always wanted to name a daughter Bellamy after one of my favorite musicians, Matt Bellamy from the band Muse. So I was like, you should be Bellamy with Bella short for it. She's like, yeah, I don't care, whatever. She now goes by Bella, but it's Bellamy. And she actually likes it. You can she see. She realizes it now. Yeah, because she is in a class with like all these Bellas and Isabellas and stuff. And Annabellas. Like that's another big one. Annab- yeah, we have an Annabella. So she likes that her Bella is short for Bellamy. And she'll go by Bellamy sometimes in full if she feels there's too many other Bellas in the room. Her family name is oh Elizabetha after my grandmother. That, that like sounds not Korean, but totally Hispanic. Elizabetha? It's Italian. <laughs> it's from my paternal grandmother. Okay. It's Italian. Italian, Spanish. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's Elizabetha and then her birth name. And then Anna was the last one. And she was really into Frozen, so she wanted to be Elsa. And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the restrictions come in. I'm not calling you Elsa. So I said, how about Anna after the other sister? And she's the younger sister. And she was so, she was six, so she was malleable. And she was like, all right. So she went by that. And then I was like, oh, I feel bad. You can't shorten her name. 
because it's Tony and Belle, and they've got longer names. Anna's like, no, I'm just going to be Anna. So I started showing her the movie Anastasia, the animated film. Which I like that one. It's a nice one. And so uh, we hadn't changed our names yet. And I was like, oh, she's like, mom, I, I like Anastasia. And Anna could be short for Anastasia. I'm like, oh, you're right. It could. You're like, manipulation works. <laughs> it does. So she became Anastasia and then Elena after one of Bobby's grandmothers. And then her, ma- her not her maiden name, her birth, birth name, name. And then Dragulescu. They all changed their names. They all wanted to. They went through a weird period where they were going back and forth. I can imagine um, they like subconsciously or certain names oh yeah. at the same time. And the birth family got wind of it because they would start slipping up in front of the birth family. Mm, that's and, like a big no-no in foster care too. Oh, yeah. Like you're not allowed to name anything yeah. different. Like it was, yeah. I remember that particularly because people like the therapist would ask us. Yeah. We would never call Jackson his birth mm-hmm. name. I never liked it. And so we called him Fat Boy or Chunky Monkey, like ever <laughs> since the beginning. Yeah. And then around like nine months, 12 months, someone um, was like, some therapist was like, does he respond to his name? I'm like, he doesn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't know it at all. Like, yeah. he responds to Fat Boy? <laughs> does that count as a name? Yeah. Did you, were, did you end up keeping the birth names with all your kids? Yeah. No. Yes. No. No. Okay. <laughs> they came, they were nine months. So we could have easily changed if we wanted to, but- we always thought we would name our uh, an Alexander, mm-hmm. so then we got Alexandria. Gotcha. And so, she came as Alexandria Anne, like that was mm-hmm. her birth name. And our middle name that we always said we were going to do was Anne, because three of Chris's sisters have Anne oh, as gotcha. our middle name. Like not three, two sisters and his mom all have Anne. So that was going to be like our girl's middle name, regardless. Yeah. So since it came with it, we're like sweet. But we nicknamed her, I got vetoed actually. I wanted to name her. It was Alexandria. And I was like, Rhea, I can get my Rhea. Like I wanted to be Sia, she can be Rhea and then I can get it in. But everyone vetoed it and immediately it was Zandy. And we nicknamed them within the first 24 hours. Alexandria is just a mouthful to say. So she became Zandy. And we always wanted to nickname our son Xander. So So it was like, it became like Zandy, Mm -hmm. no big deal. So she became Zandy. And then Alexis was also Anne, (laughs) Alexis Anne. Which, okay, Alexandra Ann, Alexis Ann with the same last name, right? Yeah. Health insurance, especially yeah. with the government, horrible. Yeah. For the first two years, they did not have the same. Like one would have health insurance and the other one wouldn't oh, no. because they would cancel it. Be like, oh, it's a duplicate. Oh, Alexis no. Ann, Alexandria Ann. So then they would always cancel it and then we yeah. get it fixed. And by the time they fixed it, they would see the other one and then delete the other one. So then oh, every no. rotated. Gotcha. Every six months, one of them would be canceled and we'd spend time trying to fix yeah. it. Luckily, our pediatrician was, like, amazing and was, like, who cares? I'm just going to put it all under whatever insurance works. (laughs) So they always got their stuff that they needed. And so we changed their middle names. So they, by the time we adopted, they were three and a half. Mm -hmm. So they already knew Zandy and Lexi. So Alexis is not my favorite. I had a childhood friend who I didn't like and I thought was mean. Yeah. That was named Alexis. So I was, like, I don't like that name. But she became Lexi and it all works out now. They were too old by then to like kind of change it, but not old enough to like your kids yeah. where they can have a say in it. So yeah. it just be kind of awkward and weird. So we kept Alexandria Ann and we changed Alexis to Alexis Maria because mm-hmm. Maria is my mom's name. Gotcha. Ann is his mom's middle name. And so they were named after the grandmothers. Oh, that's nice. That's good. And then Jackson, which we call Fat Boy and T Jacks mm-hmm. and all these other things. We, and Jackson, like, he has so many nicknames. It's ridiculous. Lexi said that all of them needed an X in their name. Because oh. that's their letter. Yeah. And they need that special letter. And so I, I don't know why I listened to a four-year-old. 
but I did. She made a very valid point. Very valid point. And I like those unique letters. Like mm-hmm. X is, I don't know why. If I have a favorite letter, X is actually it. <laughs> I don't know why people have favorite letters. What's your favorite letter? I think it's a D, which surprisingly it should be an A, but it's a D. <laughs> it's D. Just because I always knew I wanted to marry a husband whose last name started with a D because I didn't want my initials to change. Really? <laughs> so it must be D because Bobby be D. met the requirements. What's your favorite letter, <laughs> listeners? I don't know. T- write your favorite letter. Just, <laughs> just randomly. Yes. Anyway, so then Jackson, so that came, like, we were like, Xavier and all these mm-hmm. stuff, and Jackson, spelled with an X, was cool. Yeah. And now it's, like, the most popular name I hear all the time, <laughs> and I'm like, I hate it. I don't hate it, but I hate it. Yeah. And even with an X, like, Chris's mom remarried, and now she has two grandsons oh. that are named Jackson with an X. Oh, no. And I'm like, Come on. really? <laughs> Within the same family? Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, no. But his middle name, we went back and forth for a long time. Chris was indifferent the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. Do we keep... A birth birth name. The girls have it, Mm -hmm. right? They each have their birth name. Do we keep one? But I really hated the first ones, and he had four all along. Yeah. She's like, do I pick one of the middle ones, but none of the middle ones? Like, he just came with a crappy name, in my opinion. (laughs) So then we got one, but that one was very, like, Confederate-ish. Yeah. Kind of had lots of racial things to it, and he's black. So I was like, I don't know if that's all right. I We text our black friends, like, can we actually do this? Is this okay? (laughs) Like, it was just... Interesting. And then we ended up just going with William Doc because that's what our son's name was going to be regardless. Yeah. Like we always thought we were going to have a William Doc Crouch and William's after his dad and Doc is after my dad because mm. that's my dad's nickname that everyone calls yeah. him. So now Jackson just has this Jackson William Doc Crouch and he has them all. <laughs> and I tease because I'm like, well, the birth thing is that he had four names and now he still has four <laughs> names. Like, I, I'm like, You're I'm justifying it. Justifying it all. I mean, so he's named after the grandparents. And I'm like, well, there were two of you, so you named for the grandmothers, and you each yeah. got one because there's two of you. But Jackson's only Jackson, and we're not having any more kids, so you got both of them. <laughs> Surprise, baby. Then I'll punch you in the throat. <laughs> I, I, I do want a baby. It's crazy. But I don't know what I would name it. Probably after grandparents. See, though. like I have a friend who's always knew she was going to have mm-hmm. a daughter, and her daughter was going to be Krista. So it was like when you're fostering, like th- th- those kind yeah. of expectations kind of get thrown in the wind yeah. because you may have kids that are older who don't want to change their names or you have kids yeah. that are older who have her say in their name and yeah. want to say, and that's great, you know, or you have us, which is like, we didn't really have an option to change yeah. the girl's name because of how long our case was. I mean, I'll tell you, you can't change it in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this. Uh, if I do have a birth child, my kids will not have any say in their name because <laughs> my sister named me and it was terrible. <laughs> it's not going to happen kids in fact if i push one out i think i get pretty much say in the name like all together chris would still he's so indifferent but when he's not indifferent about yeah. something it's like he's not indifferent yeah. about it and we never had a girl's name we always had william duck and so that's what jackson is mm. he's william duck and i went i mean literally i took polls of all my yeah. friends of like should it be william duck should it be doc william can it be jd jw jwd <laughs> like should we keep, do we have another one and do honor birth mom? Like, I, didn't yeah. mean, I got crazy over it. Yeah. And names are definitely important, but at the same time, it's a middle name. Who you are yeah. becomes well, it. You know, so like, who you are I, becomes it. One of my jokes was going to be, I was going to do an anagram or something for the, the middle name. I think it's Mary Tyler or Dick Van Dyke show. Like, the son's middle name is Rosemead, and it's like, each letter stands for a different name. So I was going to do that. Like, our kid was going to have, like, a 12-letter long middle name. That's and it was a Hispanic gonna, thing. It's going to stand for a different thing, but then these kids kind of ruined it all, so. I was like, forget it. My dream is gone. I lost that dream. But it was a stupid dream. I don't think I could have kept it up (laughs) with three of them. I've been like, well, one of you gets the name. The rest of you don't. I know you wanted to talk about worst meltdowns. Worst. 
I think so we should many. have a whole segment called the worst. The worst. So what was the worst? God. I know it was Anna. Ever had. No, it was Anna. The worst or the like the funniest the funniest one. one that you I the mean worst the worst probably the, caused me to cry yeah so let's not go there because <laughs> I haven't cried this episode and I'm really trying not to the worst we discussed uh with Anna's the trauma like when we got the kids but the funniest one like Anna will just have tantrums over things that she feels are unfair but are not like unfair <laughs> like it doesn't like she threw a fit because her brother and sister went to a different school and so they didn't go to school for like one day they were a huge – I mean, really, it was unfair to the other two because I put them in a different school at first. So that other school hadn't started yet. And I made them stay at that other school until, like, their new school started. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to have them home alone. So really, it's kind of unfair to them because they're going to school even more this year. But they had one day where they stayed home from school. She had a whole screaming, it's not fair. And then she didn't realize in the week coming up she had, like, two days off in a row from school. So I was like, well, Anna, it's not fair. On that first day, I'm like, I guess you have to go to school or something with them because you can't stay home because it's not fair, remember? You, they should have to go to school too. No, it's fair. It's fair. And then she had a whole other meltdown about it. It's fair. So luckily after that first, when she realized that she gets just as many days off, yeah, she's kind of fine about it now. But man, like that, like a whole like crying rolling on the ground, refusing to put her socks and shoes on. I'm like, you need to go to school. It's not fair. Like, and I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's fair. And I always tell them, like, life's not fair. Get over it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the most unfair thing that you ever experienced. Nothing in your life is going to be fair. But Anna's the one who has, like, the biggest meltdowns. Like, we went to Disney World, and we had a far hotel room. And she would just, we would come walking back at night, would just be like, I'm not walking. <laughs> And I'm like, well, I can't carry you because I'm tired and you're heavy now. So if you want to sleep out here, that's cool. It's pretty pleasant weather. But I'm going work. to. Yeah. So she just, it's always that. It's about, hers is, favorite thing is about it's not fair. Their idea of fair is so oh, weird. So weird. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, you, you, you just. I, you I, don't I, want it fair. Yeah. As like, you don't get it. Like, yeah. You don't get it. Like every now and then I had to catch myself going, you don't get it. Yeah. Jackson has brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> like he's getting, yeah, he's getting a little bit more pirate's booty because yeah. I don't want to deal with him in that four hour tantrum about pirate's booty. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fair, but he has brain damage. Yeah. Like you're doing all right. Yeah. Like, or the idea of everything being counted out. Like she got four pieces of pizza. I'm like, you had four, you chose to eat two. Like, yeah. why? Sorry, Patty's, I know. Patty's getting text alerts. It's probably a kid right now having a no, meltdown. It's another audition. Oh, nice. Yeah, but we don't ever like book them. We get callbacks. The only reason why our agent keeps us is because we get callbacks. Yeah. And the callback, we never get go beyond callback. Oh. Like we, one day. Well, we got one national commercial and it's nice. like, it hasn't aired. I think they scrapped the whole project. Oh, no. <laughs> like, no. Okay. My. And what's fair, you know. What's fair. My favorite tantrum for Lexi is. She once threw like an hour fit because she did not want frog toast, which in our house is French toast. Yeah. I don't know why we call it French frog, whatever. We call it frog toast. So she did not want frog toast. Um, then she finished her frog toast because she finally ate it. Yeah. And then she had an hour or an hour and a half tantrum because there wasn't more oh, frog toast. And that's when I realized like these tantrums aren't about 
yeah. what they are. It's all about like something not being met or whatever. Yeah. But I literally was like, are you kidding me? We had a three hour yeah. tantrum session about frog toes, not having enough, it not being cut right. And then it not being, then it being done. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, really? I took a great seminar though. They always say like most arguments or things like where your kids are upset come from a need not being met. Oh, yeah. So Behavior is them, communication yeah. of needs not being met they were is like, what I've been taught. Show your need. Oh, Empowered to Connect conference. If you ever get a chance to take the Empowered oh, to Connect. That's, that's our, kind of our type of parenting. It's just like yeah. the connected parenting. But yeah. that's what they said. A communication. Behavior is communication of a yeah. need not being met. And so we, I remember the first day, one, we came back from that Empowered to Connect. We're like, we're so ready to do this. And immediately, like, on cue, one of them starts having a fit. And we're like, what is your need? And they went, what? And I'm like, well, what do you need right now? And they're like, I need a hug. I've missed you. And I'm like, well, come get a hug. And they're like, oh, oh, I can. And that changed behaviors. Maybe I should start adding so, that to the first. Like, because I, I feel like I say that 45 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> in the sense, I'm like, yeah. what do you, because I, and I say that in frustration. I'm like, what do you need from me, Zandy? Yeah. Like, what do you want? What do you need? Yeah. Like, what? But I usually say it in that kind of tone yeah. of like ugliness and I'm done and frustrated yeah. versus like, hey, love, what do you need? You're having a hard oh, time. Oh, I don't right say now. it that way anymore. Now when they're starting to fit, I'm like, what is it? What's going on? What is it that you're missing? What is it that you need? And they're like, ah, ah, ah. and sometimes with Anna, it's just, it's incoherent. I don't want to take a shower first. I want to take my shower first, but I don't want her to use all the hot water. And but I'm like, well, then you got to take your shower first. <laughs> what? The things I have to mark down, yeah. like, I have to mark down who did their hair first. Yeah. And who got it taken out first. Who got it washed first because they have to rotate. Oh, my god. Because gosh. it's not fair that the other person gets to do it first. I know. Or has to do it first because they both hate to have their hair doing done. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You yeah. got your hair done. So it's like all these things I used to write down so that it could be fair. And then now I just like make it up. Now they remember. Yeah. I'm like, you're lying. That wasn't right. And my thing, Lexi's like caught on. <laughs> no, no, it was sister because of this. I'm all, no. Because no. <laughs> like, of this reminded me that we watched this and that oh, was yeah. your choice, not Xandy's. I always dream about my dream house. The next one I get having like four bathrooms at least. So each of the kids can have their own. I'd be like, you're all taking your showers now. Same time. I didn't even realize this, but Zandy has mastered peeing. Like she sits on the bathroom on uh-huh. the tub yeah. part so she can pee. Like she uses it as a regular toilet now because they'll both come running up the stairs after school and they'll both go and they'll fight over who has the bathroom first and then one will sit on the toilet and, and Zandy will just pop a squat in the, the tub. Oh my God. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I got to go. I got to go. And it's like, I'm just peeing. I'm not going to poop in here. And I'm like, well, I got okay. nothing. Like yeah. that's kind of brilliant. Like, so Just my, run the hot water. It's, I'm like... Now I'm like, I probably should take the bath mat out after every single bath just so that she's a pee on the bath mat between baths. (laughs) Yeah. I need them to have their own rooms too. So we're moving. Hopefully we're moving this summer. But No, with their history too, that makes complete sense of having everyone be their room. The girls want their own room in theory, but they can't handle it. They need each other too much and they care too much. Yeah. And Anna will tantrum probably when we go on our travels. Because she always says, though, uh, I, people view me as a bad mom, I know. One time she overpacked. And I was like, you have to carry your bag. I'm not carrying your bag. I, I pack for the girls. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not there yet. I mean, they probably could do it. Well, but. it was a good lesson for her. The bag was too heavy. She cried. People were like, I can carry that bag for her. I'm like, no, she's learning a lesson. <laughs> I said, no, lesson learned. She overpacked. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping she won't tantrum on this trip, but she will. 
something will not be fair. Something will be bad. Oh, something life, will happen. Something's not fair. It's not fair that we have to leave right now. That's not fair either because that means I have to go fold laundry. I know. <sighs> well, thank you all for listening again. Yes. Remember to leave us comments below or on the Anchor app or send us an email. We'd love to answer your questions or find out your favorite letter. <laughs> find out, yeah, email us your favorite letter. Just Mine is email X, a letter. D. Just, just, that's all it needs to have. Just a letter. Yeah. So if you want to email us, it's motherfnpodcast at gmail.com. And hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Thanks, guys. All right. Till next time. The Mother Effin' Podcast is hosted and produced by Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to visit us online at mothereffinpodcast.com.